must be new here. But no worries, so am I. Welcome to Small Girl Abroad, and I'm your host, Ali. Welcome to the seventh episode of Small Girl Abroad podcast. I'm glad that you're here. As you know, it's the holiday season once again, and I wanted to look for something Christmassy, something in that theme, but I didn't find that. Instead, I found something much better. As you know, New Year is coming up, and there's no better time than to introduce our special guest, Mishka. She is from Slovakia, but she is now living in Ireland because of something that she wanted to try. Before I tell you more about that, let me share this quote with you. Every morning, you have two choices. Continue to sleep with your dreams or wake up and chase them. And that's what Mishka did. She just woke up and decided to chase her dreams and whatever her heart desires. So she moved to Ireland two weeks after she decided that she wanted to go. And that's where she continued to live. And now it's been 16 years and there's more to tell. So I will not keep you waiting. Here's Mishka. Uh, Mishka, before we proceed with anything else, can you tell me where you're from and where do you live now? Sure, I'm originally from Slovakia, very small town called Zvolen, which you now know yourself as well, <laughs> yes. I believe. Yes. And I am living in Ireland now. And uh, which city in Ireland do you live in? Well, at the moment, I am in the west of Ireland countryside, surrounded by farmers living in the 150-year-old cottage. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Well, I know that before uh, you started living there, you were also, you know, living in an apartment where you met uh, my now relative, <laughs> Leia. So can you tell me how you accidentally uh, found this apartment to, to stay in with her before? Uh, that was a complete coincidence. Back at the time, I was looking to travel somewhere, go somewhere, try something new on my own mm -hmm. in different countries using different language. And my friend who back then lived with Lea in this tiny small apartment in Dublin, gave me a call to ask if I'm still looking to travel and work abroad, mm -hmm. that the bed available, I have to point it out, it was a bunk bed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so the top bed I was available in Dublin and if I would want to come. And a few days later, I booked the flight and two weeks later, I was in there. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy how uh, your situation was just so fast and instantly you're there in another country. Yes, but you also have to make that decision yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not always easy. Um, it is scary and it is exciting. But as my partner says, as I told you before, mm -hmm. um, scared and excited is the same feeling. You just need to and uh, know which one to go for mm -hmm, exactly 
Um, but before you went to Ireland, what were you doing back in Slovakia? I was dancing all my life. I was dancing in Slovakian folklore mm-hmm. since I was, since the age of four or five. And so that was pretty much consuming my whole life. Mm-hmm. And then after the high school, after the industrial high school, I went and just got a random ordinary job, whichever one I could get mm-hmm. at that time. So I was working and doing the dancing as well at the same time. Oh, that's cool. So you were, well, doing this normal job and doing something you love on the side. Exactly. You have to do something you love on the side always. Mm-hmm. Wow, I find that many people uh, get stuck with things that they don't like because it's easier sometimes for for some, but for others, it's a necessity. How do you keep that uh, time management or how do you make sure that you always have the time for something that you enjoy doing? I really believe that if it's something you truly, truly love, you always find a time for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's something you really, really love and you want to do, uh, trust me, you will find a time for that, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, it just needs to be that feeling of that love towards something you do needs to be stronger than the laziness. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. You have to keep pushing yourself to do something that uh, you know will help you mentally and emotionally. But if your laziness overcomes that, then you're not going to move forward. Yeah, yeah laziness or comfort, uh, you know, it's also another thing. For mm-hmm. uh, you just keep going because nobody's going to bring it for you mm-hmm. and nothing's going to fall out of the sky. <laughs> exactly. You can just wait for it to happen, right? Exactly. So, yes. Well, if you are waiting for it to happen, then you can just keep waiting. <laughs> you know? You're just going to stay where you are. Um, in your case, though, since you were doing something that you loved, you still decided to go to another country. Uh, and I know that you also took a different job. Why is that? And uh, why does it have to be another country? Why not in another city where you can continue dancing? Yes, a very good question. Actually, one of the hardest things to do was not to leave or start something new. It was to leave something I loved and something I was doing my whole life. Mm-hmm. But also the need and I really wanted for my own personality and my own growth. I wanted um, not just a different city. I wanted to be in a completely different environment, completely different culture mm-hmm. with the language I didn't speak that well mm-hmm. until I arrived here because Irish accent is extremely hard when you just arrive mm-hmm. to get used to. But there was that need uh, of wanting something more and have the independency. and. Um, the challenge of being somewhere else in different country and kind of challenge for myself to see can I do it mm-hmm. you know because don't forget there is always home to come back to yes 
Mm-hmm. Wow, you are very brave to approach uh, this new challenge in life. And to, I can imagine the difficulty in understanding Irish in the beginning. Yeah, not Irish really, because uh, they speak English through uh-huh. the whole country. But, the accent. And they have a very specific way of saying things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wow. And now that you're living there for 16 years now, uh, have you also uh, learned their language along with their, you know, English with that specific accent? No, actually, no, I wasn't, I have to say, I wasn't lucky enough to end up with Irish people who would be speaking the Irish language. Mm-hmm. Um, it is not as common for Irish people. Uh-huh. Um still speak that language so majority 90% I'd say now I am no expert but I'd say 90% is English only so all the people which I met throughout this journey mm-hmm. uh, were English and they wouldn't speak Irish even within family if uh-huh. you know what I mean yeah I think I've heard about this long time ago that yeah they rarely use that uh, I mean their own language but they're just more comfortable in English right uh, everything is in English the whole administration yeah. and for a job as well mm-hmm. um, language is not required now don't get me wrong there is still parts of Ireland unfortunately very little and not that big amount, but there are parts of Ireland uh, they would still speak in Irish. There is also mm-hmm. uh, television programs in Irish language. So it's still here. It's wonderful to see that it's still surviving, but it's not much of it, I have to say. Mm-hmm. I see. Well, it's good that you have been exposed to uh, the differences and I'm sure that you know a lot about the Irish people by now. I can mm-hmm. say that. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, so, so now that you're living there, uh, what do you do exactly? Also a good question. At the moment, I am basically just after opening my own business which Mm -hmm. is uh, an aerial yoga. You also call it anti-gravity yoga, Mm -hmm. which funny enough, I fell in love with in Dublin. Mm -hmm. And then my wonderful partner, after we made the move in here to the West, he bought me my own hammock. And just to, so you know, that's the yoga using the hammocks as a support. And then I, kept practicing in our little stone shed on the back of the garden and um, then he was like if you love it so much why don't you study it Mm -hmm. Uh, so I am just after opening that it's only being two months and we'll see how things are gonna go I am gonna give it my full time because I lost a job recently Mm -hmm. my full-time job so I'll see where, how I go with um, bringing all my attention to this now. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I would like to congratulate you for opening uh, this business. And that's another thing that you learn to love. So you're going to do something that makes you happy. 
that was the dream. It always was the dream to end up doing something which you love, mm -hmm. you know. Would you say that um, aerial yoga is somewhat like dancing? It would definitely help to have a dancing background, I say. Um, it helps a lot but it is majority of it it's still yoga yoga poses mm -hmm. but i'd say yeah you can you can make it into a little dance routine if you like <laughs> but it wouldn't be anything dancing because it's really all about stretching your body helping to heal your body mm -hmm. you know dancing for a long time you're basically damaging your body more than healing your body <laughs> oh okay i didn't know that so it's about deep stretches. Uh, you can access the pose it poses much easier way and um, just stretch your body completely different way, really, with uh, mm -hmm. zero compression when you go into inversions. Um, mm -hmm. So for anybody, um, any body shape, any fitness level or no fitness level, uh, you can just do it, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, for sure. I think many people are now into yoga. It's very popular nowadays. And the aerial yoga is another version of the simple form. And it's amazing how many options that people can do now when it comes to being fit. Yep, that's very true. And especially now, coming January, everybody's mm -hmm. want to be healthy. So yes. hopefully go well <laughs> mm -hmm. i wish you all the success many people will uh, start with this new habits and probably aerial yoga is going to be one of them i hope so and i hope they stay with it <laughs> yeah well please tell me so how did you get into aerial yoga in the first place I was doing lots of different stuff in Dublin when it came to going out, keeping busy, doing cardio, different fitness classes and stuff like that. And then I came across this particular class. Girl was doing it in Dublin and I basically walked in there. Uh, and after the first class, I was like, I'm in love. Mm -hmm. So it's like a love at first move. <laughs> Love at first move, yes, exactly. Oh, I'm so happy for you that you found this one thing that you can uh, change your life with. You've been dancing in your really life happy. and now this is something new. I'm really happy about it too and thank you very much. Yeah, it's, it's, been, a, it's been a journey. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, it is. Uh, would you say that it is um, a blessing that somehow you lost your job and that gave you the chance or the opportunity to open your business? Yes, um, I believe that no situation will stay bad forever. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's also up to you how you're going to look at things, you know, mm -hmm. and what you're going to make out of it. So I always believe that... Uh, if one door closes, another door opens, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, it's what they always say. And, it, and it's true. You just need to find the other door. Exactly. And once you find a door, don't be afraid to open it, you know? Mm -hmm. Wow. You're so brave. <laughs>
Uh, well, I wouldn't say that, but I just I just think when the opportunity comes, mm -hmm. uh, just grab it by the hands, mm -hmm. you know. In so that's what I'm, mm -hmm. what I'm doing now, grabbing it by the horns and we'll see where that brings me now. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's really motivating and that's how we should approach new things in life and see it as positive as it can be. So yeah. uh, now that you know, you're doing this in a totally different country, Can I ask, how would you describe this experience in a place that is totally different to Slovakia? It's 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 been a ride, I have to say. Uh, I originally came to Ireland actually just for six months, mm -hmm. and six years later, I am sitting here <laughs> in the cottage uh, in the west of Ireland, which is crazy. But um, how would I describe this experience? It, it, yeah, it, it was a ride and it's still a ride. I keep on riding, really. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what I can say about it. Mm -hmm. There's been many, 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 many jobs I have lost. Many, many jobs I have changed. Uh, I was 12 years in Dublin and it's over four years now in the West. And it's just, you know, life uh, is just happening. Um world is not gonna stop uh, just because you're stuck you just mm -hmm. have to keep going uh, that's a good reminder yes isn't it <gasps> so you've been in the city for 12 long years so what brought you to the western part of ireland and what brought you to live in this location surrounded with farms Uh, that's an easy answer. Love. Uh, oh. I met I met a guy uh, through our mutual friends mm -hmm. uh, who has um, who have had and still has a wonderful life. When I met him, he was working at uh, Super Yachts as an engineer, and uh, we met. He was traveling all over the world, and he has this. He had this little cottage here as a. Um, as a holiday home or a place to come home to when he was off from the boats mm -hmm. after three months. So he had this place as a place to go to. And when we started meeting and so on, I started to visit him here every weekend. Mm -hmm. So I was driving here every weekend, Friday till Sunday for two years <laughs> wow. from Dublin until we basically made the decision uh, and try that, that we're gonna try and see if it's gonna work here and that was another thing where I have to go and leave a comfortable situation and mm -hmm. a really good job and go okay and um, why not let's try it and we'll see where that's gonna bring us oh wow the difference with you know what you're used to and also with uh, your partner's job so he was working at a boat and then suddenly you know when he comes home it's a place with land <laughs> that's amazing yes it is and uh, eventually i actually realized when i was coming back to dublin from a weekend here mm -hmm. that very very slowly but surely my heart wasn't in Dublin anymore anymore Aww. but my heart was here so mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that's how I knew it's probably the right thing to do. And I hope that it was the right thing to do. Well, it looks like it for now anyway. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it. It seems like you are really happy with where you are right now. Extremely happy. I couldn't be happier at the moment, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm glad that you found that joy. <laughs> um, but Thank I want to ask, um, is there something that surprised you when you moved to this new location? How did you adapt? So what surprised me was the pace of life. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a complete countryside. So everything was suddenly slower. Not in the bad sense, but everybody has a time to stop the tractor on the road and have a chat despite you being behind them waiting. Uh, everybody has the time to chat in the shop because everybody knows everybody. <laughs> so the pace of life is completely different compared to Dublin City. Mm -hmm. I can imagine. It's a small uh, village where everyone knows one another and you're just getting along. It sounds like a homey place. Exactly. exactly. It's a very homey place. It's a place where you feel like you are being a part of the community, you know? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Which I think Exciting in the big cities is it's not really possible mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> i've been living here in bratislava for about three years now and i don't think that that's a common occurrence unless you're you know living in the same apartment but not the city so exactly <laughs> yes well now that you feel very much at home where you are right now uh do you still consider Zvolen as your home or you feel totally different now that you're in Ireland? Hmm, good question. Uh, I left Slovakia when I was 21 years of age, turning 22, mm -hmm. which means very, very slowly I am going to be in Ireland almost the same time as I was in Slovakia. Mm -hmm. uh, but Zvolen will never change for me, Ali. Zvolen will always be my home. Mm -hmm. Zvolen will always be close to my heart. I don't, I cannot imagine deleting that or mm -hmm. getting rid of that. Uh, because I was dancing folklore, I am also very attached and still love the history of Slovakia yes. and everything going with it. Uh, at the end of the day, I am Slovakian. I always will be Slovakian. And I'm really, really proud of that. Um, now, at the moment, home is here. So I'd say Zvolen is always going to be the second home and the first home at the same time, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Wow, I know, I know what exactly you meant by that, because that's where all these uh, growing memories are coming from. It's what formed you. And now half of your adult life, you're in a different country where new experiences wouldn't have happened if you didn't move out of Slovakia, right? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> well, had there been um, any misconceptions from, let's say, from you before you moved abroad? 
Um, well, I'd say when you're going anywhere than that young, um, you just think it's going to be fine, you know, mm-hmm. it's going to be easy. Um, so I think that was my biggest misconception mm-hmm. of like, you know, you don't really at that age know what to expect, know how it is going to be to look after yourself now with nobody behind you, um, no parents, no close friends. It's mm-hmm. like starting a brand new life. So the misconception is it's not as easy as it seems. You need to learn that uh, not every expectation is going to come Perfect. true, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, that is true. But then we just learn and... Yeah, that's life we just let it be whatever is gonna happen to you it's it's okay or like me just go with the flow mm-hmm. <laughs> yes and you are taking um what is it taking advantage of the situation and you're just turning it around into something that works for you exactly <laughs> so uh before you went to ireland like what did your family say about your decision to move? Mm, they they weren't really happy uh, uh. about it because I am uh, I am an only child and mm-hmm. my parents were divorced uh, when I was leaving for some time already. So obviously, my mom was heartbroken. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad was kind of like, yeah, go for it. But it, it's um, not that they didn't want me to go. They weren't really happy about it because in some way, it's like losing your only child. Yeah. You know, but at the end of the day, they knew very well that it's not much they're going to do about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you're still going to go no matter what they feel about it, right? that's where my mind was yeah that's mm-hmm. how I was said I'm going and and that's it mm-hmm. but then it's true that I told them that I'm only gonna be away for six months to a year but I never uh, came back <laughs> oh they must have been really sad but yeah I think they see that you are happy now so I think they are feeling much better about it I hope so they recently came to visit both of them and mm-hmm. I have to say lovely to seeing them seeing where I ended up mm-hmm. and how I look and how it is here so it was lovely to see them living happy yeah. because they know I am happy you know mm-hmm. that's great so I'm glad that you had a reunion so you were reunited after a while we were indeed with the COVID and everything, as you know mm-hmm. yourself, it's been hard on many, many people. Yeah. Uh, so I had seen them for some time and it was wonderful to have them. And it was wonderful actually to have them in a completely different world mm-hmm. from Dublin. Because last time actually they see me here was in Dublin. So mm-hmm. it's been more than four years ago. I haven't seen them. Wow. And I would say this is another very hard part of being away and making that decision of living far away from home. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. Because 
you just you just sometimes don't get to see them you know and sometimes one year turns into two and two turns yeah. into three and it's it's not like you can sit into a car and off you go mm-hmm. that's true so you just have Same to wait for you. yeah for me it's been three years so yeah, yeah but but it doesn't feel um I wouldn't say sad because we communicate every day. So yeah, I feel that I'm actually near them. <laughs> yeah, thank God for technology, right? Yeah. Oh well, wow, you have come so far. You are already in this um new uh city. <laughs> Is it still gonna be called uh, city? Really? <laughs> yes and many things have changed for you would you say that there's something that you want to change in the past in the past no i don't think i'd be a person who would have any regrets mm-hmm. it's uh, good I'm just looking at the past like past made me who i am whatever happened in past supposed to happen it's mm-hmm. there and also it's the past now mm-hmm. i don't look into a history i don't look into what tomorrow is gonna bring i think it's very important to live in the moment mm-hmm. wow that's a powerful message yes you need to live in the moment although it might be hard for some uh to live in the moment now during covid uh, but you know if if you really see the positive no pun intended. <laughs> you really see the positive uh, things in COVID, and you can. Do yes, that. yes. It, it even though it's very hard, or mm-hmm. probably at the beginning of all this COVID madness mm-hmm. was really hard. Something good or something positive, but um, again, I have to say, thank you, technology, because if it wasn't for technology, it could have been much, much harder for exactly. people to stay in touch and for people to live in the moment you know mm-hmm. exactly well now you are living in the moment and you even started something new in the middle of this you know pandemic but i know that you are very positive about it so is there something that you want to uh, achieve specifically this year with your new business and you know this aerial yoga that you recently joined uh what i want to achieve is having this as a full-time mm-hmm. uh, i be as a full-time job it'd be wonderful it'd be wonderful if i could bring this to have enough hours and enough people that i could live comfortably Mm-hmm. you know so that that's really my biggest dream for this year and also what would be the most amazing thing would be to be working till about december mm-hmm. and then close for cold months in here january february and go somewhere warm <laughs> mm-hmm. it's a good uh, idea or plan <laughs> Yeah, a plan to have a job which you can close off for the winter and then come back to it in spring. That's mm-hmm. a dream. <laughs> well, that's a good dream. So, so mm, that's what I'm going to be working towards. Mm-hmm. Good luck. I wish you the best. <laughs> Thank you. 
Yes. Uh, okay, so last question. What is the um, uh, thing that you like the most about living in Ireland? And if someone wants to visit Ireland, what do you recommend? Oh, wow. Um, what I love about Ireland, um, I have to say, I know many people wouldn't agree with me, but I love Irish people. Mm -hmm. I love because now, you know, being with a partner who is Irish and throughout them 16 years to get many men to get to know many, many Irish people. I love their humor. Uh, they are extremely funny nation. Mm -hmm. um, what I would recommend people to see. Oh, wow. If you come in here as a tourist, I have only one thing to tell you and that is you have to come back because there is no way you're going to see the real island with just one visit one of the most favorite thing about ireland for me is is the nature is mm -hmm. how easy it is here to camp how easy it is here to do a cheap holiday if you'd like to do it that way you know mm -hmm. and Every single part of Ireland, you name it, either it's the east, west, north, south, is just it's just stunning. You'll be very, very surprised of the amount of breathtaking beaches they have here mm -hmm. and mountains and scenery. And I was very, very lucky and fortunate to actually see it while camping in the van. We covered many parts of Ireland already, and um, that, that's my favorite. It's, it's, it's a wonderful, beautiful, gorgeous country. Mm -hmm. So you're definitely not going to cover it with just one, one visit. Because <laughs> you want to see the cities, but you also want to see the countryside. Um, or maybe you just like the cities. Everybody is very individual. Everybody prefers something else, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. I wanted that to be my last question, but because <laughs> you uh, talked more about Ireland in a way that's so beautiful, I want to ask more. I hope you don't mind. Of course, go ahead. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, wow. So when you're traveling around Ireland, like, you know, how many days usually do you um, have to if you want to go for a trip? You know, let, let's say in the nature, how long is it normally uh, recommended to stay in one place? That's very individual, depends on your way of traveling. Uh, if you are camping, we use the first, when the COVID hit first, we mm -hmm. used that lockdown to convert our van into a camper. Mm -hmm. where we are very self-sufficient with the toilets and shower so uh -huh. for us it's very easy to stay even a week uh, we recently did a trip to the northern ireland and we stayed in the van for the whole week wow. me my partner and my doggy and, uh. but also if you camping, camping, there is many, many places in Ireland uh, which have facilities such as showers and toilets. You mm -hmm. just need to make your way there. And even if you're sleeping in the tent, you are sorted. So you can easily do two, three, five days, whatever you feel. Mm -hmm. And you are using 
So you have this personalized van? Yes. Wow, that's so cool. You have this RV life. <laughs> we call, van life. We call her Bertie. She's Bertie. <laughs> mm -hmm. Nice. And you have your dog with you to travel everywhere. So much fun. She loves camping. She loves camping. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, um, what is your uh, takeaway from this life that you are, you know, living now? And um, also, is there a message that you want to say for those who wants to move abroad and change their careers? message i have for all of you who are thinking to go somewhere is just go for it mm -hmm. because remember that you are braver than you believe you mm -hmm. are stronger than you seem and you are smarter than you think and mm -hmm. always believe that thank you for that advice that's a good reminder for everyone even for myself Thank you. That's no problem at all. It's one of my favorite quotes. I think it's from the Vinnie the Pooh, the book, which ah, you should yeah. definitely read to your little one as well. I think it's a wonderful, wonderful book. There is so many quotes from there that I can't even count, but <laughs> it's definitely one I would send to people as a message if they want to do something like that, if they want to travel abroad, or it doesn't have to be travel abroad, if they want to mm -hmm. do whatever they like. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's a good reminder. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thanks for tuning in and listening to Mishka's Interesting Life. I am sure that many of us want to give our dreams a go, even just for a while. So the question I have for you is, have you tried chasing your dreams? Or even tried dreaming at all, if you haven't? Think about it. As 2021 is coming to an end, so is the Season 1 of Small Girl Abroad. Thanks for joining me in my journey to start this podcast and I hope that you'll continue to support me in finding more experiences from around the world. I will come back for Season 2 and I will let you know when that will be. But I'm sure it will be in January, don't worry. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year!